Okay, so tonight, Bezra Sashem, we're going to be continuing with the series of Shirim on the Leshem Shmob Achaloma. Tonight we're up to the eighth Shir out of ten Shirim, and we're really going to be picking up where we left off last week, and the entirety of the Shirim, really, from at least Shir 3 and onwards, from Leshem's description of Tzimtzum and on, in particular, the fourth Shir, which emphasized the role that Gevuros play in the system of the Leshem Shmob Achaloma, we're going to be continuing and trying to understand what we discussed last week in the sense that since the Shvira, since this cataclysmic shattering, since this constitutive trauma which breaks everything open, which splits everything open and allows it to melt into creation, that our job in all of existence and history as well is the singular process of the elevation of all that shattered. Now, in contradistinction to the typical way that Shvira Sakelim is typically understood as this tragedy or a catastrophe with negative connotations, whether because of a structural mishap or because of some need for Kadosh Baruch to have some catharsis of Gevura, for the Leshem, in line with the teachings of the Arizal, Shvira Sakelim was not a trauma that destroys or rather it was a trauma that builds. It was a breaking apart so that the fullness of being could express itself in all of the myriad multiplicity of itself, so that Gavuros themselves can express themselves in their full expression with all of the manifoldness and all of the difference so that history and human behavior itself can be part of this process of this perpetual elevation. Now, last week we stressed how for the Leshem, in spite of the appearance otherwise, in spite of the fallenness of history and the brokenness of history and the difficulty that abides within each and every moment for each and every individual as well as the general klal, everything is perpetually elevating. Everything is in the process of re-enlivening itself, of revitalizing itself through this continuance of Tchiyas HaMesim, which for the Leshem is not simply a Yehud, a destination of Achiris Hayamim, but rather it is something that takes place in each and every moment, anything that rejuvenates itself, anything that is Mechadets itself, like Rabbi Nachman, Slusia taught so often, is going to be a Bechina, an aspect of Tchiyas HaMesim. And as we left off last week, we were going to show this week, and next week really, the two modes in which existence elevates itself, which will bring us to the final culmination of this year, which speaks about the Leshem's view of Yichud within Pirut itself, of unity within separation. Now this week we're going to be discussing the first aspect of this avoda of Ha'ala Sa'olam, of the elevation of existence and the elevation of the world in the teachings of the Leshem. And a public service announcement is that if none of the other shirim demanded in internalization or a participation of the listener or the reader, this year in particular describes what can be described almost as the Leshem's spiritual phenomenology, what it seems the Leshem was experiencing when he was reading this entire system and interpreting the entire system of the Arizal. Like we said in the first and second shear with regards to the Leshem's entire project in Kabbalah, what the Leshem did in his textual expression of Luriana Kabbalah in the thousands and thousands of pages that he wrote, more so than nearly any other Makubal, except for maybe the Baal HaSulam, that the Leshem was imprinting his neshama into the text. And in the words of Rav Moshe Shapiro, 
by the Leshem system, there is a blurring of the lines between the Sefer and the Sipor, between the book itself and the author who is telling the story of the book, so that in line with what the Arizal and the earlier Mikubalim said, that when these texts are studied properly, we not only gain new understanding of spiritual concepts, thereby engaging a certain ontological expression like we saw in the words of the Leshem, but we have some sort of access or even an Ibor Nefesh, an impregnation from the spirit of that Sadik, which enables us to have more faith and have more Muna and have more Mochen. So we see in this sugya, the Leshem is really alive and pulsating within the text of the sugya, and in turn, it demands from us a certain investment to allow ourselves to enter into the sugya that the Leshem is discussing, because externally or bechitzonius, it seems to be a very simple concept, but when understood properly, it can really only be felt and it can really only be experienced properly when a person enters into themselves and investigates the interiority of themselves to find this experience within themselves. Now, for the Leshem, the entirety of existence is predicated on the movement away from the original Yichud, on the movement and the descent away from this infinitude or or in so prior to the Tzimtzum, and a descent, as we saw in this Shira Manshira Sakhalim, a descent into separation and multiplicity. But this descent is not simply an absolute descent, God forbid, but it is a curvature where the Or Yashar that descends from above to below curves at the bottom with this yesh inyan sheyitapecha kol, the rock bottom point of experience is when things turn back upwards to return to their source, and the oryasher, which came down from above to below, begins to ascend from below to above. Now, for the Leshem, there is really a a three-staged process, a triadic structure that can describe the entirety of history. And this is in numerous places in the Leshem, where he expresses it at length in Sefer HaKadosh, as well as in Sefer HaKlalim, in Klal Tes Vav and Klal Yud Zayin. But the Leshem describes three stages of history. One is what he refers to as Seder HaKlilus, the order of integration or the order of things gathering together. Then there is going to be Seder HaAchdus, the order of unity, and Sod HaAchdus, the secret of unity. Now, for the Leshem, history can be broken up into a number of eons. Now, according to Chazal and Sanhedrin and the basic structure that the Arizal and his students, including the Roshash, work off of is the Shis Alfei Shanin Dahave Alma, the six eons that Chazal described, and the seventh eon being the seventh millennia, which is representative of the Messianic era. But the Leshem, in the name of uh, a Sefer HaKadmon, the Bris Menucha, which Ramchal also makes a big ASEC out of, sees this process of history as extending beyond the seventh millennia. And the Leshem speaks of an eighth millennia, a ninth millennia, and a tenth millennia. Now, we are not going to have an individual shear on the teleological or eschatological messianic vision of the Leshem Shavuot but suffice it to say that his vision of the teleology of experience and history and the movement towards this eventual unity is profound and unique in the sense that the 10th millennia, the full manifestation where all of existence and limitation ascends back to the source of the unlimited, it is not some descriptive phenomenon which Leshem claims to hold authority over, 
but rather everywhere that the Leshem speaks about this 10th millennia, he describes it by way of negation. He says that the end of history is really the negation of our ability to even conceive of history. So that this negative theology, this negative theological impulse that we have seen at the heart of the Leshem system in order to ensure that the infinite and the essence of God remains removed from human grasp in the sense that the farthest the Jewish individual could come is faith in the infinite. So the Leshem sees that as well in the historical process, that we can understand what happens after the sixth millennia when things ascend back into the seventh era of Bina. We can understand what happens in the 8th millennia when Bina ascends to Chachma. We can even understand what happens when the 8th millennia transcends into the ninth millennia, which the ascendancy of Chachma back into Keser. But beyond Keser, beyond this presence of the infinite in its Ratzon Hapshuta, we have no access to it whatsoever, and all we know is that it is a secret of Achdus. It is an impossible paradox of a unity that contains within itself all manifestations of difference and separate separation. But for the Leshem's historical project, there is a, a place for the human being as well. And the question that the Leshem really asks is what role does the human being play in bringing history and bringing separation and bringing gvul or limitation back up to the unlimited? And for the Leshem, it's really fundamentally significant with regards to his entire vision of what the purpose of existence is. Typically speaking, and especially in the Kabbalah of the Rishonim and the Kabbalah of the Arizal, the Rashash also expresses this in a more explicit language, but there are really two processes. There is a Siba and there is a Mesoviv. There is a cause and there is an effect. There is a Hachana and a Tachlis, or preparation and a purpose that we typically see existence as we know it nowadays in the fallen brokenness of history as the era of preparation of Misha Tarach Ba'arav Shabbos, that there's a Yagiya and there's a Torah and an effort that is involved in preparing ourselves for the coming of this Messianic era. And that there's the Tachlis, there is the purpose, so there is the full expression of what we've been seeking, which comes afterwards. Now, already in Rav Kook, this is clear in Parak Vav, Nukuda Ches of Orosachuva, and it's described in, in Shmona Kvatsim as well of the Sugya of Tamha Eitzke Tamha Pri, of the fact that the process and the goal maintain a sameness at the heart of their experience, where the process and the goal are shown to be part and parcel of the same expression. But for the Leshem, the Siba and the Tachlis, the cause and the effect, it's not enough that they should be seen as two disconnected stages in a process, as if the present stage is one of effort and the future stage is one of reward and receiving the tachlis of what we've been working for. But the Leshem wants us to find a certain impossible simultaneity within these dual processes of effort and goal. So that the effort itself, when things end and reach their culmination, will be revealed to have been part and parcel of the goal itself. So that what we typically see as inessential and preparatory actions, which are removed from the goal that we desire to reach, for the Leshem Yichud and the, the eventual revelation of Yichud will reveal that even the Siba, even the actions that we took, even what seemed to be removed from the Tachlis HaYichud, 
will be shown to have been part and parcel of the Yichud itself. That the process and the historical process and the human experience within the fallenness of history will be in and of itself the revelation of the schar la'asid lavo. So that instead of seeing a separation of a past and a future, or a, a siba, a cause, and a mesovev, an effect, for the Leshem, the ultimate revelation of Yichud is not bringing about the effect from the cause, but showing that the cause itself maintains and contains within itself the light of the, of the effect. And we saw this already when we saw that the Leshem describes at length our ability to bring the future into the present, to taste the future of olamecha tira to see one's world in their days, to see and taste the ore of Mashiach, to taste the ore of Giloi Raze Torah, and to taste the ore of Yichud, even prior to Yichud itself, similar to the halacha of tasting the food of Shabbos on Erev Shabbos. Because for the Leshem, the fullness of Yichud will eventually reveal that even the process itself was part and parcel of the unity that we are aiming to reach. So the human effort that we're going to see within the six millennia of human experience, within the fallenness of creation and the shattering of the vessels and this traumatic breakage, which allows for the expression of gavuros in their intensity, potency, and multiplicity, will be revealed to be part and parcel of the yichud itself. Now, the common thread that has really been connecting the shirim together has been that for the Leshem, the singular vehicle, or I shouldn't say singular, the main and essential vehicle through which HaKadosh Baruch Hu discloses himself in creation, as creation, within history and as history, is the Gvuros. Now, yes, Olam Chesed Yibana, and yes, Chesed and the loving kindness and the grace and the compassion of HaKadosh Baruch Hu abides within the inner interiority of all of existence. It's the chesed debayim kol yuma that we see in the Arizal Bashar Kavanos by, by the lulav and the esrog, that there is chesed and there is light that abides within all of experience. But the expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the movement from the interior towards the exterior and the manifestation of energy from potency into actuality all of that is contingent and based primarily on the gvuros, on the potencies through which HaKadosh Baruch Hu discloses his energy and his power. Now, the gvuros, as we saw, are not pashat. They're not singular or unified, but rather they express themselves in all modes of multiplicity. The manifoldness and the separation that abides within existence as we know it is part and parcel of the Gevuros themselves. The Tchuna of the Gevuros, the nature and the natural expression of Gevura, is a perpetual friction and a movement outwards, expressing itself without limitation to the point that it exhausts itself in its energy. There is no blockage to it. The only time that the Gevuros end is when they have fully expressed themselves in their full potency, where there is no energy left to be expressed. Now, History itself and the human role in history is taking those gvuros, is being engaged with those gvuros and utilizing them in order to effectuate and manifest and express ourselves through those gvuros so that the vehicle with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu discloses himself in history and in existence, which is the gvuros, 
becomes simultaneously part and parcel of the human experience of engaging with this world through pu'ula, through action, through expression, through manifestation, all of which are dependent upon these gavuros. In other words, the ingredients which HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed within existence to manifest existence, which are the gavuros, are the same ingredients that human beings need to engage in in order to live in this world. That the entirety of our lives, as the Leshem has said so often, is not one of menucha, is not one of rest or inaction, which is often associated with the chasadim, which roll smoothly like water, but rather it is the yagiya and the toel and the toeles and the toil and the movement and the invest investment within ourselves, which is dependent on gvura, which is how we express ourselves that it is only through pu'ulos, it is only through action and activity and movement and novelty and difference that human beings are capable of discerning a difference between one person and another, between one action and another. So it turns out for the Leshem that our experience in this world, our full expression onto the scene of history through action and activity and movement forward out of ourselves, in order to effectuate new things, whether it's intellectual property or physical property, the actual yagiya, the toil, the movement and the expression of the self that takes place through the constriction of the self and the investment into the interior of the self, that is utilizing the same ingredient, the same ore of gavura that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has chosen to express within history. So that the process of our experience in history and our engagement with gavuros and severity and expression and multiplicity in our own lives will be revealed to have been part and parcel of the expression of gavuros from within Ein Sof Kagyachel. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu's gavura manifesting in the world as multiplicity is one and the same with the human being's utilization of those gavuros so that our full expression in life is one of creativity and making things that are new and working and being miyageya ourselves and toiling and utilizing effort and intensifying ourselves so that the experience that we have will be revealed to have been part and parcel of the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose to be revealed within the world. Now, in the future, when the Leshem expresses Yichud, what will be revealed is that the tachlis, the end result of history, which is all of these gavuros, all of these potent expressions of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, revealing unity, because we were engaged in the same gavura, because we had to utilize the toil, the effort, the exhaustion of activity that is demanded of us on a day-to-day and moment-to-moment level, has been part and parcel of this process of revealing yichud, so that all of the effort that we are engaged in and all of the intensity of our actions and our toil in the future will be shown to have been part and parcel of the yichud that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into the world itself. That our effort will have been shown to be part and parcel of the goal itself. Now, this is dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowing for there to be a space of intensity and gura in the world. Because without gavura in the world, without intensification of 
expression and the potentiation and manifestation of the multiplicity and energy of a gvura, there would be no room for the human being to engage in action, in volitional action. Because had there only been chesed, had there only been a full expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light without simsum, without shvira, without the limitation and constriction that is placed upon it, then there would have been no space for volitional action. Choosing to engage in activity, choosing to build and express Kedusha through Torah mitzvos, through suffering and experience, would have been a given. It wouldn't have been a novelty. It wouldn't have been a chiddush. So part and parcel of this original plan of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to allow the human being to be the vehicle itself that brings about the full expression of Gevura, demanded a certain level of hester and concealment so that Bechira would be possible. Bechira, or choice, is what the entirety of existence is based on. There needs to be an even playing field between the expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the concealment of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so as to allow the human being the minimal space of choosing what it is that they want to bring into the world. Had there been too much chesed, there would have been no room for choice because there would have been no compulsion to engage in the opposite of good. Had there been too much gevura, there would have been no possibility of choosing good. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu has enabled this nearly perfect equilibrium, or not nearly perfect, but fully perfect equilibrium between expression and concealment, between the water and the fire of chasadim and gevuros, so as to allow human beings to have free choice, to have bechira in the space of history, in the space of existence, so that we can engage with existence itself, so that we can take the properties of existence itself and the material of this world and choose to use it and materialize the expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu through it. Now, the last Hakdama for this year, before we look at the Makoros, <clears throat> is going to be as follows. And this is really where my introduction about needing to enter into ourselves properly in order to understand what is being expressed comes into play. It would have been one thing for the human being or for ourselves to be part and parcel of the process of revealing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's oneness in the world, if it was done secondarily. Meaning to say, if we were part of this process, but it happened by things that are other than ourselves, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed his aura into the world, or if Tzadikim revealed the aura into the world in order to propel us and move us from one level to the next, that would have been a level of the expression of unity through human behavior, but it would not have been dependent and contingent on our own inner experience of effort, of intensity, of materializing ourselves and really mater- and expressing ourselves. So for the Leshem, the fullness of experience, the fullness of human behavior and human experience within this world the simple sense of being alive, it's not enough for other people to make us feel alive. It's not enough for other people to help us along the way in the process of materializing spirituality, but it is something that needs to come about through ourselves. That the human being themselves, each and every individual, each and every particular, needs to be able to express itself and manifest itself 
not through anything other than itself, but through itself. That we need to overcome ourselves. That the energy and the potency of the intense power that exists within each and every individual needs to overcome the barriers of the individual themselves so that when we actually express ourselves through activity or through materiality in this world, it is not by way of something other than ourselves, but it is by way of ourselves that we have overcome the limitations and the parameters within ourselves to express ourselves. So that every activity that we are engaged in, every movement that we are engaged in, is one of a self-movement, a self-expression, a self-intensification, a self-overcoming. So that the effort that is demanded in order for a human being to properly engage within the mode of history is one that demands the human being to emerge from within themselves devoid of any external second party. And we're going to see for the Leshem that it's nearly difficult to put into language, but when we emerge from within ourselves, what we are doing is we are unifying with ourselves. We are experiencing unity on the deepest level possible. Because if the entire purpose of the Tachlis is the revelation of the unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then the entire purpose of the process towards that Tachlis, like we said, needs to also be the unity with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And for the Leshem, there is no greater unity than the individual who engages with the interiority of themselves, the one who examines themselves and invests into their own energy so that they can take their own energy and express themselves through themselves, devoid of any external help or any external secondary investment. Now, the Leshem is going to express this in numerous places. One of those places is going to be in Sefer HaKlalim, and I'm going to read inside because based on what I'm saying, it's probably difficult to imagine that this is written because it's so unclear. But the Leshem, Beruach Kadsho, expresses this in minimal words to express fully what I'm trying to say. The Leshem says as follows, and this is in Sefer Klali Hispashtus Vestaklus, Klal Chai Anaf Yud. So this is the 18th Klal and the 10th branch of this Klal. The Leshem Shabob Achaloma wrote that had it been only for this Klal of Klal Yud Ches and Anaf Yud, what the Leshem refers to as Chai Ani, because Ani with an Ayin is going to be the 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 Roshe Tevos of Anaf Yud, that it would have been enough for the Leshem to come into the world in order to reveal this Klal itself. And the Leshem says as follows, because this is the entirety of the intention that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had for the future revelation in this world. That the human being himself, the individual themselves, should be miyached, should unify themselves with all of the noam, v'ha'oneg, v'haziv, v'hazoar, asher megiluyav yasparach shamo, v'hatachlis asid that the entirety of the purpose of the future is that the human being who experiences life in the present should experience life in the future. That our experience in this deferred state of life before the creation of revelation should be one that allows us to experience revelation and unity as well. And the Leshem continues and he says, 
and that the human being should become unified with everything that stands to be revealed in the future. Because as we said in truth for the lesson, there is no distinction between past and future. There is no distinction between effort and goal, but rather the effort will be revealed to have been part and parcel of the goal itself. So for the Leshem, what this means is that the human being should be revealed to have been part and parcel of the Giloy of Yichud itself. That everything we see is fallen and broken and, and the choice that abides within the world because of the darkness that makes things difficult and possible is going to be revealed to have been part and parcel of the Schar itself. And the person should be revealed to be unified with them. And the only way that this is possible, the only way it is possible for the human being in the present through their effort to be revealed retroactively to have been part of the eventual goal that emerges out of this effort is if the person brings about all of these revelations through their own selves and through their own activity. Because then they are that individual's through an internalized and individualized kinyan. And the individual is part and parcel of the expression of unity that emerges out of the difficulty. Because this is the depth of the intention of HaKadosh Baruch Hu throughout the entirety of existence. That after all evil and the negativity and impurity is removed like smoke from this world to be shown that it never truly existed. And that all negativity and pain will be erased. And all materiality and bodies will be refined. At that moment in the future, and this is where the Leshem says explicitly what I've been trying to say, the individual who engaged in activity, which is the Mesaviv, which is the cause of things, and the Pu'ula, and the action of the individual, will be unified with the Tachlis, will be unified and become one with the goal of our effort, which is the Noam and the Ziv and the Zohar that comes about through all of history. Vihine Ya'asu, and at that moment, Ya'asu Kulam La'echad. All of that, the individual and their effort, will be unified and be shown to be part and parcel of the totza and the Tachlets that comes about through their effort. Ve'az Hine Yismach Hashem B'ma'asav. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be joyous Kavyachol with His creation. Because only then is there the full manifestation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's desire, which is that the human being themselves, through their effort and through their investment within themselves and the energy and the intensity of experience of self-overcoming, of overcoming ourselves and overcoming our base desires and taking that negativity within ourselves and propelling it towards positivity, that is the fullness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's goal. That only for this was the entirety of existence worthwhile. And it turns out that the entirety of existence, the entirety of creation, is based 
on this expression of unity and that the human being themselves should be part and parcel of the unity that is revealed within creation. So what the Leshem is trying to say is that only through our investment within our strength and potency, within our own Gevuros, are we capable of engaging with this world. And by engaging with this world, we somehow unify with Hashem's engagement in this world, so that in the future it will be revealed that we were the ones who brought about the Yichud. And not only that, that we were part and parcel of the expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Yichud in the world. That our Bechira, our ability to choose, is the vehicle through which HaKadosh Baruch Hu's unity is revealed. And the Leshem says that this is part and parcel of the entire purpose of how HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world with the concealment necessary to allow for Bechira. And this is the Leshem in Klali Hespashtus Vestalkus, the same Sefer, it's going to be the same Klal, Klal Yudches, but instead of Anaf Vav, we're in Anaf, uh, instead of Anaf Yud, we're in Anaf Vav right now. The Leshem says as follows, and this is in page 220 in the old Barzani printing, because the Sefer HaKlalim hasn't been reprinted yet. The Leshem says as follows, he says, V'zehu omeka inyin becholzeh, the depth of the matter with regards to everything we've been saying, hinehu mishum sod ha this is only because of the secret of Bechira, the secret of choice, the secret of volitional action. Asher kol That Bechira itself is the entire purpose of creation. And the entire purpose of creation and the full manifestation of Hashem's goal with existence is only by way of Bechira itself. And because HaKadosh Baruch Hu's role and interest in Bechira is one, uh, interest in creation is one of Bechira, so that the human being can engage in volitional choice, that is why all of this darkness, this thickness, and this negativity, which is often associated with the Gevuros, emerged at first. Because without the expression of Gevura, Without the expression of the intensity and the multiplicity which seems to hide the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's unity, there would have been no room for Bechira, and the vessel would have been nullified to the light. And he continues and he says, And this is the entire purpose of Tikkun, this is the entire purpose of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted out of the world, with the eventual rectification of everything. For us to engage in the negativity, for us to find ourselves confronted with the concealment, the doubt, the anxiety, the suffering that abides within this world, and to be matakin it, to clarify it and to cleanse it, mikol siyog to cleanse it from all dregs and all negativity, after all of these things have descended lower and lower to the point that they manifest in the negativity that we experience in our day-to-day lives, all of that is for the singular purpose of us revealing that the entire purpose of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's expression within this world is so that the human being can engage this world through the concealment to reveal the unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu so that retroactively we see that all of our efforts were part and parcel of this unified process. The Leshem goes on to use words that would be difficult to express had the Leshem not expressed them. 
This is where we're going to look in Sefer Hakdamus and Sha'arim, Sefer Hakadosh, and this is in Sharvav, Perak Vav. And the Leshem says as follows Hashem has arranged the entirety of existence so that that everything should be performed and engaged through the individual themselves, so that it is not something that happens to us in an inessential manner whether by way of another person, whether by way of divine grace, whether by way of negating all darkness, but rather the entire purpose is that the human being engage in the nitty-gritty, in the materiality and the darkness and the thickness of this world, and to force this world to express unity. The entire purpose that the human being being engaged with this, which is why we experience all of this effort and concealment, which seems to paint life in the light of toil, and exhaustion, and yegiya, and amelus, and darkness, all of that is because the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted the world to operate is that the human being should be forced to emerge out of themselves through themselves. All of this should be performed and done through the individual themselves. The Leshem says that the emergence of negativity in the, in the world through transgression, through fallenness, as well as the negation of that darkness, both of those things need to take place through the individual themselves. And why is it that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has arranged for it that the negation of bad and the annulment of negativity and the emergence of positivity through human engagement should be done specifically by way of the human being themselves? And the Lashem says it's obvious why it has to be by way of the human being. Because if the entire purpose of existence is so that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can reveal and disclose His unity and the light of His grandeur and shine, and this is the entirety of existence, it is contingent entirely on taking the gavuros, on taking the negativity, on taking the concealment, on taking the darkness, on taking that lie that veils the truth of existence, which allows for bechira. It is being mevatel dara, l'chein yasar ha-ma'atzil shemo, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has arranged for it, that all of this negation, all of the working through of the concealment and the distortion that we find in our lives should be by way of the individual themselves. So that the individual themselves should be the cause for all of the rectifications and all of the restorations that take place within existence in the future. Because only by way of our effort, and here is where the Ramchal and the Leshem kiss in the sense of the Ramchal Shita of Choykatoiv Lahetiv and Nahamid Kisufa, bread of shame, which necessitates concealment for the sake of Bechira aligns with the Leshem Shita, although the Leshem is really expressing it in an almost more psychoanalytic and psychological way that 
descends into the depths of the individual. Because it is only through our effort and through our self-overcoming that a person can eventually merit to take pleasure in what they have. What they have prepared for themselves. Because the essence of the good and the pleasure that a human being is possible of taking pleasure in is specifically when it is by way of their own toil and their own investigations within themselves. The way that Chazal have told us in Bava Metzia, Daflam and Chesam and Aleph, Adam rotze bekav shalom etisha kaven shel chavero. That a person prefers one kav, one measure of their own personally gained expressions, than nine measures of expression that has been developed by something else. Because the human being needs to descend into the depths of themselves, descend into the intensity of their own experience, and emerge and take that energy and take those gavuros and utilize them to express themselves. That the intensification of the self, the descent into the self, allows us to emerge from within ourselves with more potency and more energy so that we are now capable of making our mark on existence in a more personal and reified way. That a person wants what is their own. And why is this, says Leshem, and this is an incredible idea? The Hasiba Bazeh. What is the purpose? What is the reason that a human being desires their own stuff more than somebody else's stuff? The reason for this is Mishum Sod Ha'achdus Hagonos Ba'olam, the secret of unity that abides even during distortion, even during separation of this worldliness. The Chok of Achdus, the Sod Ha'achdus, the secret of unity which will be revealed in the future, abides within this world as well. Because the entirety of existence is dependent and based and improving upon the secret of unity. And the way it will be at the end of the final rectification and the revelation of unity, is also what the entirety of existence is based on. The secret of unity is the even upon which the entirety of existence is based. And if the secret of unity is what creates and drives all of existence, so then it makes sense that we want what we create from ourselves because that is the deepest experience of Yichud. When a person unifies with themselves, when a person feels that they have gained something through their own activity, through their own effort, through their own toil, and through their own volition, that is when a person feels deeply connected to that which they have produced. And a person is closest to themselves, like the Gemara in Mako says, that prior to the distinction of objective and subjective reality, there was this interiorization of the objective reality of the self, which was capable of expressing and engaging itself prior to any expression externally. And that is one of the deepest expressions of unity. And the Leshem says there is no greater unity than the self within itself, than the self towards itself, than the self engaging with itself. And because these words are so difficult to properly understand without the experience of them, the Leshem ends with and understand these ideas deeply because it is only by investing ourselves within ourselves, of deepening our experience within our own personalities, not 
distorting ourselves externally and confusing ourselves with secondary aspects, but the intensification and materialization of the self from within itself, that is something that demands the Havain Hetiv, a deeper understanding. And for this reason, this is why HaKadosh Baruch has chosen that all of the rectification of existence, all of the perpetual elevation of the brokenness of the vessels, all of the ascension and the triasamesim that takes place perpetually needs to be done by way of the individual themselves, that they be the cause of the effect. And that a person should take pleasure in their own behavior. Because this itself is the full expression of the secret of unity that we should experience ourselves, that we should enjoy ourselves, not enjoying something other than ourselves, which is a secondary level of enjoyment, but that you should enjoy yourself, that a person should deepen their experience within themselves so as to disclose the unity between the self and the self, which is the only vessel capable of expressing the sodha achdus that will be revealed in the future. The Leshem continues and he says, and this is in an entirely different Sefer, here we're learning from Drushe Olamatou Chilak Beis, Drush Dalid Anaf Yud Zayin Simen Vav. The Leshem says as follows, he says, Kizehu Iker Ha'oneg Vahanoam Shal Kol Ha'inugim Vahaidunim, that the essence of the pleasure, the essence of the purpose of all of existence, of all rectification, of all teleological movement and ascension towards a purpose, is Ka'asher Yehene Kol Echad Mishalo is when a person enjoys themselves from themselves. Like Chazal have told us in Baba Metziah, Adam wrote Bekav Shalom, like we saw in the source in Sefer HaKadosh, an individual wants a measure of their own work over nine measures of the work of their friends. But why, says Leshem? This is entirely dependent on the natural unity that abides within every individual and every aspect of existence. That what we want is to deeply unify with the thing that is closest at hand, and there is nothing closer at hand than ourselves, and therefore it is the human effort that itself which allows for the expression of the unity that will eventually be revealed. That every person emerges from within a singular source, from the concealed unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, may his name be blessed. And that the deepest level of enjoyment and expression is when a person takes pleasure from their own selves, when a person enjoys themselves. And the Leshem is echoing what he wrote in Sefer HaKadosh, that there is no pleasure or unity greater than the individual with themselves. Therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has arranged for it, that each and every individual should engage with the revelation of their source within existence and engage in all of the goodness and the emergence of these powers from within existence through their own volition and through their own effort. So what we have seen is that for the Leshem, the entirety of existence is predicated on the emergence of Gvuros. That is the concealment of the Tzimtzum, the revelation of this concealing factor, which allows for multiplicity and distinction. The entirety of Shira Sakelem and Olam Atohu 
which is the chaotic expression of all of these gevuros, because what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted, Kaviachal, is a full expression of his potency, a full expression of his potential. And the only vehicle that allows for the expression of something new is gevura, because it's only through constriction, concealment, differentiation, and distinction that multiplicity and novelty can emerge. Because like we saw from the Leshem, chesed and kindness and the good is contained within itself. There is no movement outwards. So if the main vehicle that HaKadosh Baruch Hu utilizes for the entire expression of existence and himself within existence, Kavyachal, is Gevura, so then the way that the human being taps into this stream of experience and history is by engaging within those same Gevuros of emerging from within ourselves through activity, through Pu'ula, through suffering, through Bechira, through all of the engagements with ourselves. Because in the future it will be revealed that the entire process of these gavuros being manifested is part and parcel of the yichud itself. And a taste of that, or really the only way we can taste that, is when we emerge from within ourselves through our own volition. Because the same way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kavyachal reveals his achdos hana'elama, reveals his secret of unity from within his original unity, so too the human being is only capable of taking part in this unity when we are part and parcel of the unity itself, when it comes about through our own activity, so that there will be revealed to have been no distinction between the effort and the goal, and that the cause and the effect and the person and HaKadosh Baruch Hu are almost synonymous in the fundamental unity of all of existence. Now, in the Hagos that the Leshem Shubba wrote, <clears throat> on Eitz Chaim that were published later on after all of his writings when Rav Yashav allowed for the Kitveyad of the Leshem to be published, the Leshem has a remarkable statement, a one-line statement which Rav Itchemeyer has made to become nearly the crown of his system, which is where the Leshem says that the entire purpose of existence is Kadesha Adam Netapech V'na'ase Haschar Atzmo that a person transforms themselves and becomes the merit itself. Meaning to say that all of our effort, all of our toil, all of our distortions, all of our suffering and concealment that allows for volitional action will be revealed to not simply having been the cause of the effect or the movement towards the goal, but rather it will be, have been revealed to have been the goal itself that our effort and our Bechira and the concealment that causes our activity to be difficult and demands power and energy from ourselves will have been revealed to be the essence of Yichud itself. So that although we're not at the stage yet where we can recognize this, we can rest assured with the knowledge, according to the Leshem, that this Yichud can be tasted at the present moment. That when we experience difficulty, that when we experience concealment, when we experience all of the material obligations of this world that make volitional behavior possible, we can rest assured with the future knowledge, with the faith that what we are experiencing, life itself, the effort of life itself, being alive, being stuck in the midst of life, in the present moment with all of its concealment, is in and of itself the full expression of yichud. To the point that if a person penetrates the moment properly, you can touch and taste olamecha tira 
that by emerging out of ourselves and forcing ourselves to engage with this world, we are touching the deepest level of unity possible. And to end, we're going to take a unique moment in the writings of the Leshem, where he recognizes or allows himself to recognize the psychological or existential expression of these ideas in a remarkable way. The Leshem says as follows, and this is in Drushe Olamatohu Chelek Aleph, Drushhei Simenhei Oshei. Umizet Tire, and from this an individual can understand, Kam how deeply imperative it is upon the individual, to protect themselves and ensure that we do not question or demand answers for the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world, and in particular how HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs our individual lives. To God forbid, complain or bemoan the fact that our role or our chilek in life, our peace in life is small or impoverished. Or Or when a person finds themselves stuck and not being successful in in spiritual activity. Or when a person experiences in expression of the Yitzhahara, of the evil inclination, of the negative drives within ourselves to engage in negativity more than what we're used to. We have no idea for which action we are sent into this world. There are those who are tasked with the purpose of cleaning all of the garbage, purifying it, and there are those who are tasked with emboldening the king, of putting the crown on top of the king. There are some people who are perpetually stuck within concealment and distinction and distortion. And there are those who are sent to put jewels in the crown of the king and to beautify the king. And to engage through the pleasure of the king. But Chazal have already told us, It is not dependent on what we do or what our goal is, but what is dependent on is the tsar, the involvement, the investment within the self, the self-overcoming and the self-expression which is demanded out of all of this. Because the entirety of existence is so that human beings themselves can engage within distinction, distortion, and gvura and show throughout that concealment itself that there is a unity that abides within all of experience, a unity that can only be expressed in the deepest level of unity available for us, which is the unity of the self with the self that can only take place by way of investment, engagement, toil, and effort. Next week, Be'ezra Hashem, we're going to enter into one of the deepest sugyas of the Leshem Shubba Bachaloma. And this is how the world is rectifying itself beyond human effort. What the Leshem refers to as Nora Alila, as basically the historical unconscious, the, the, the place where 
human effort and Bechira no longer makes much of a difference because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is ensuring that everything emerges into the eventual unity that it demands.